0: Between the Bridges, please welcome to the stage, Mr. Brendan O'Neill.
1: The chattering classes of this once great nation have yet again been all of a flutter this week. Yes, the sourdough bakeries of Islington are teeming with bileful comments about one thing and one thing only. Elon Musk's rebrand of Twitter to X.com the spanakopita, Spanish Civil War reenactors of Hearn Hill would have you believe that Mr. Musk is some kind of idiot, despite his being worth $242 billion of entirely real money that he could draw out of a bank at any time. The latest charge that the Pecorino Posadists of Putney level at Mr. Musk, is that his rebrand of Twitter from a website where you can post tweets to x.com, a website where you can post zeets, but also have a bank account and donate blood, (laughs) makes no sense. But as ever, the beaujolais barder of Haringey are short-sighted. Did any innovations make sense at first, truly? Did the steam loom make sense to the masses? Did the Furby make sense? Did... Did cryptocurrency-based ape trading make sense? Their silence speaks volumes. And yet, are we truly surprised that the vegan Viet Cong of Mornington Crescent (laughs) don't want to widen access to banking in this way when they are the very same people cheering on the plight of Nigel Farage? When the international financial markets turned on Liz Truss, people laughed at the concept of woke bankers. And yet here we are, living in their world. These lemongrass Leninists would have us believe that Nigel Farage can survive without an account at Coote's private bank and instead open an account at one of their genderqueer affirmative action banks, such as HSBC. (laughs) But this is the thin end of the wedge. Perhaps the maraschino-Marxists of Camberwell would do well to consider what if Nigel Farage was a single mother on a low income, whose lack of an account at Coote's private bank caused them to be evicted by a toxic landlord. And yet they soldier on in their crusade to destroy working class innovators such as Elon Musk and Nigel Farage. Dear reader, I cannot say how many Coots accounts have been closed so far, but I fear the number may be as high as 1,984. Ladies and gentlemen, Please welcome to the stage Trash Future.
2: Hi everybody. Are we well? Good. Are we good. dry? Um, sort of a middling, somewhat
3: <laughs> damp, damp. damp. Mm. misty, dewy. Uh, the audience raves. Damp. yeah put that on the the posters for the next one dampest audience in town
0: (laughs) Mm. we do require our audiences to be slightly moistened
3: Mm -hmm. gently (laughs) misted where
0: we were standing has a little rain tunnel too so we are damp in solidarity with all Mm, of you that's
3: right Mm. welcome welcome to trash future the first 20 rows will get wet
2: (laughs) as will the final 20 rows in all rows betwixt uh no i want to thank you all very much for coming out in the wet uh, to see four out of five of us, um, Hussein went to Barry from EastEnders Presents Oki, which was last Friday, and so did not, uh, there was an ad for Barry from EastEnders Presents Oki in the men's,
3: it's very funny. Incredible rendition of My Way, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. People questioned whether they should do barioke at this venue. And to those people, they said, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. A few people in for that one. Fine. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not a huge barry from this, EastEnders Senders. This heads. is
1: internet law. Don't look at me like that. I'm <laughs> looking at you like that. You should know this stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fuck right, you, right. read
1: the handout. The handout is the internet.
2: <laughs> so, so. Uh, we have some, uh, some stuff today. I did a thing where I, I subjected myself to something quite objectionable, mm. Um, mm. which is, remember the Tony Blair Institute for Global Regime Change, that, that thing? <laughs> yeah, so a mix of whoops and oohs. Um Yeah, so uh, their work's nice out. Yeah, <laughs> They're here tonight. Uh, well, what I, they recently had a conference. And I recently joined literally dozens of other people in watching the live streams and transcribing 100% of it.
0: I you actually did... get targeted ads from the Tony Blair Institute online and they are solely about, we have this great idea for a new ID card and I'm not making this up. The man never <laughs> rests. He will give you a fucking ID card someday, whether you want it or not.
3: So you did your own private YouTube zone. You watched these, like, how how many views do these have? These. Uh, the the big hitter
2: uh-huh. where Blair interviews Starmer had, uh-huh. like, 1,500. Most of them where it's like, we got Jamie Oliver in to call the nation fat.
3: Uh, oh. That had, like, 300. Oh, I'm I'm having dark thoughts when you mention Jamie Oliver's name.
1: Yeah. And now I'm thinking, like, synthesis. Jamie Oliver should get one of those, like, memory TV-type chef shows <laughs> where he's like, Saddam Hussein, God rest him, would never have allowed this. <laughs>
2: But uh, I've got, before we get into all that, I have, I was going to start with uh, a little startup, you know, but, but I have a Google alert
3: for (laughs) Neon. That's right. I'd it's, say you are the only person with a Google Alert for Neom who is not risking being bone-sawed, depending yeah. on the content. of And you are of the of only alert.
0: audience cheering for Neon who isn't either being paid to cheer for Neom or also at risk of bone-sawing, or both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's when all, everyone else's Google Alert for Neon goes off, they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> when they start <laughs> pulling passports
1: and
2: cash out of the door. <laughs> uh, so this is, this is just a little, a little soup song. Uh, from Neom mm. not from the line from Oxagon one of the other ones oh god one uh, of the, the other of the, shapes that they're building yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the two dimensional one not the one-dimensional one dimensional uh, one which is that a an international the international hotels group a big luxury hotel company has announced which is what i think is quite bold that they're going to open a new hotel in the Oxagon in 2026 which okay.
3: feels how oh, much shoot. of it has
2: been built so far? N- none of
1: it. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Zero. Oh, so a beautiful shining hotel. I hope they do it and nothing else gets done. This beautiful shining hotel in the middle of an octagonal building site. I
0: mm. mean, because there's times when you can fake it. Like we had the startup where they were doing vertical takeoff and landing taxi, drone taxis, and they had at least built a shed somewhere in like Berkshire. I can't remember where it was. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they did. They They kind of read the brief. Whereas in this case, it feels like, even if you build a hotel and just draw an octagon around it, you're not really meeting the standard. And knowing these guys is going to be like, the hotel will have a seaplane port on top of a skyscraper. It's like they're really setting themselves up for failure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, this hotel that will be built
2: in the middle of the desert with nothing else around it will have retail and dining concepts, which is
0: fun. But oh. the shed in Berkshire had that too. Yes. Yeah.
2: Well, it's going to have a captive audience because if you
1: think, if you're in the middle of the desert, it's a lot like being at the airport. Where else Mm. are you going to stay, right? They can charge whatever they want.
0: But also like, this oh, this
3: is shit. I'm going to the Travelodge Octagon.
1: I, yeah,
0: I got... that's right. <laughs> but saying I've got a hotel room in the Octagon sounds like the thing an MMA guy would say about how he's going to beat your ass. <laughs> but just like an <laughs> MMA
2: guy who's now gotten too too many concussions, yeah. trying
3: to threaten you. It's an MMA guy who's like his deal is like parking the bus. You know, he gets in the Octagon, he builds a hotel in the Octagon. You <laughs> cannot remove him from the Octagon. He's got like a million hit points. He's good. He's not attacking <laughs> you in any way. He's just <laughs> (laughs)
0: there i got mma fighter with a concussion doing real life roblox would actually be (laughs) very very funny to watch (laughs) anyway that's the neom news
2: they're gonna have a hotel for 2026 which which is gonna gonna house
3: the mma guy who's just decided to like get into mma as a means of housing he's just living in the
4: octagon yeah
2: Yeah. so i want to now talk about and i want to thank by the way a patron on patreon for sending this to me Mm. a startup by the name of smart pass
3: Smart Pass. Smart Pass. Okay. Oh, okay. When you say okay. it in my accent, it sounds a bit more obscene. Smart Pass. Mm.
0: Mm. So Smart is it pass. the sensual version or not? Which uh, is supposed to be is oh, it American. Oh, you want a sensual? Smart Pass. It no, not not not
3: sensual it. uh, it's not for sensual white boys.
2: It's not. <laughs> it is specifically not for sensual white boys. Uh, oh. It is. <laughs> <laughs> got to end I, well, this discrimination. Well, then I would like to
1: register a complaint.
2: <laughs> uh, we, the sensual white boys,
1: have been a marginalized
2: group for too long.
1: <laughs> yeah, <Nigel laughs> People Farage. don't like
2: how sensual we are. That's, that's what happened to Farage at Coots. He was too sensual. right. <laughs> you, know, like, you can't
1: come in here wearing silks, Mr. Farage. <laughs> no, um, a this is only for
0: non-sensual white boys. It's a roundabout <laughs> discrimination policy. They just ban you if you buy Jarum black clove cigarettes. and <laughs> He's been banned. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, Nick
1: Cave has also had his fucking account <laughs> closed.
2: And me in university. Uh, no, <laughs> Wait, you had your account at Coots closed?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, an essential white boy face. No. <laughs> yeah.
2: Come on, Smart Pass. It's an American, um, American firm, uh, and it's a digital blank
3: pass. Ah, uh, fuck, I don't know. They finally invented something that will make me pass.
4: Technology <laughs> is amazing. <laughs>
0: is it like Easy Pass, but for something else besides yes. driving? Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Uh, is- Tony Blair's finally found a way
2: to get you to apply for a voluntary ID card. Sort of. Okay, great. I'm like, I'm in. So, SmartPass is the ultimate solution for blank management.
0: Uh, uh, like at
3: Gates or some shit like that? Like at
0: airports? Like, is it like a thing like you get it if you're... I actually have a valid business reason as a single white guy to be visiting Thailand. It's not what you think?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Going through the sensual airport yeah. security. They this don't is, search your bags that much. You it's, know? A,
2: it's like EasyPass, but they check your hard drive and like, yeah, you're clear yeah, you're for Thailand. Go ahead. Go ahead, go
3: ahead.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> TSA pre-check, but for not being a pedophile. (laughs) You submit
0: your hard drives once and then you're good. (laughs) It's okay. I'm just selling DDT in Cambodia, right? Like, it's a connecting flight through Bangkok, I swear. You can reduce student
2: time. It's another bit of educational technology. Uh Spent in your blank.
0: Toilet.
3: Toilet? Yes. No!
2: Yes!
0: No. No! Is it like an RFID thing to see how long you go to the bathroom for? I, I'm going to scroll down, and well, I'm going to read... They're
3: tracking the piss metrics, man. You can't do that. As, as I don't want the piss telemetry. As a
1: as a podcaster, <laughs> I find that anything that's measuring and controlling how long you shit for is a dog whistle targeted at discriminating against me.
3: <laughs> yeah. Once so.
1: again, the sensual white boys with light lactose <laughs> intolerance.
3: Yeah, like campus police are just like, oh, uh, Zulu Alpha, he's on his phone in there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so... I've now scrolled down to respond directly mm. to what you said about the bathroom.
3: About the piss telemetry, yeah. Yes. About the F one sort of like pit lane monitoring <laughs> yeah. the like stream and like angle and duration. Yeah. No, it's just they, they mm. have a predator drone circling the uh-huh. <laughs>
2: It's just like You've been in the bathroom For more than three minutes Take the school (laughs) (laughs) You go go into the toilet And like a pit crew Like pulls
0: the shit Out of your
1: ass And and then like Another guy wipes And it's like All takes (laughs) half a second See I was just gonna say They
0: finally found a way To automate GoldenEye bathroom intrusion You know it's like Yeah there's a reason okay. for guys to drop from the ceiling and it's not some kind of, you know, weird mm. jumped up threat. It's uh-huh. just, it's trying to protect the integrity of the bathroom.
2: I'm going to read from the Washington Post now. Okay. Oh, and I'm right. doing the, listen brothers.
0: All right. Uh, a student,
2: <laughs> <Okay>. sister, <laughs> as well. a student yeah. was called into Principal Chris Mastrangelo's office at Malden High School Name for it. a meeting. The Chris, subject, Mastrangelo. <laughs> Chris Mastrangelo. Chris <laughs> Mastrangelo. The subject. <laughs> she, she crisps strange Strangelo. Su- the subject. Yeah, 41 okay. days into the school year, the student had missed a total of 11 hours and 42 minutes of classroom instruction in the bathroom. How much? Hell yeah.
0: Hell <laughs> yeah. He's got Within an active the school. <laughs> All-time world piss champ. <laughs> Look, it might not matter if he passes algebra, but if he gets the world dueling record, he'll live in fame forever, alright? Let him
1: live. <laughs> we oh. had one student who filled up the toilet. We still didn't know that was possible. <laughs> oh. It wasn't blocked, he just filled the sewer with piss. It was backing up
2: into the sinks. <laughs> of the 44 times the student had used to pass, 40 took longer than the 7 minutes allowed for bathroom breaks. How okay, did... this is fascism, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what did Foucault say about the school?
1: It's it's seven minutes is, it. is weird it's like it's far too long for a piss but it's nowhere near long enough for a shit i don't like oh. that that been weird t- you can't average out those. it's a classic this example aggression will not stand the mean <laughs> average doesn't work you need mm. to use the modal
4: like
0: <laughs> that would have been too short in 2003 when i was in high school when we were using hieroglyphs we didn't have smartphones back then all right now mm. you have things you can do while you're sitting on the toilet, all right? Back yeah. in those days, you had to draw them on the wall to fantasize about them or dream about them. Like, give them time. So, How mm. did Mastrangelo calculate the bathroom time down
2: to the minute? He used a technology Perverts. coming to more and more Massachusetts schools digital hall passes. So, okay. the piss
3: calculation software, the piss algorithm.
2: Yeah. Smart Pass. Brings uh, Smart Pass Water brings multiple data sources to create a unified panoramic view of student
3: movement. Why? Or, what? Or, why dare it, I say, movement! The shitting Try, panopticon. <laughs> trying to get a unified panoramic view of the children using the bathroom the absolute noncery of it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, then being, they're getting get, dragged
1: away like it's just the data. <laughs> they're going to get McKinsey in. Like Pete Buttigieg is going to be sent into a school to do Six Sigma efficiency on the shitting patterns of their
3: students. <laughs> yeah, he was doing like a, a, a piss fixing cartel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You're losing so, the
2: equivalent of 500 coloring in books a year. <laughs> to piss and shit aggregation. So <laughs> students log their destination into the app on a school-issued Chromebook that's a very question. Does it take the to the fucking bathroom with them? Uh, no, they log it, and then they're checked out. And then a, a teacher, if they see them, can log into the system and be like, all right, little Bobby, you have three minutes left to go to that bathroom, no others.
0: I just, because to me, I was like, this is normalizing, you know, pre-Wi-Fi horny guys bringing their laptops into the bathroom. The kids can finally break free of the confines that we had. <laughs> Wait, wi pre- no, wifi saying-
1: horny guys, are like trailing an Ethernet cable. <laughs>
4: like, they've got like a spool
1: on
2: their belt loop.
4: <laughs>
2: Running so, around like the hacker from a fucking cyberpunk movie. <laughs> yeah. So, there's a comprehensive digital record of all time away from class by category. Okay. Uh, you can set past limits, so you can say, no bathroom for you, Tommy. Uh, Hold it in, boy. <laughs> you can also... Block two students from being in the same part of the school at the same time. It's like you're creating invisible
3: walls like an old RPG. So we, we made the prison from Andor, but for like to stop you from smoking in a bathroom together or whatever.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's they, right. they shit too good when they're together. <laughs> <laughs> They've yeah, got too too much to knowledge.
2: Off. Yeah. So you can automatically block students from meeting up with problem peers. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Or problem uh-huh. peers. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Don't encourage him! Thank you, that is what it deserves. They're too powerful when they go ass to ass. <laughs>
4: They You're all getting a five-minute
1: timeout. So, <laughs>
4: <laughs> Two Two so,
1: people who are in, like, a Perspex cage, separated, and they've each got a toilet, but they, like, press both yeah. their asses up against the Perspex wall <laughs> oh, and, like, oh. shit down the wall in unison, oh, you know? Oh,
0: Jesus, dude. What? <clears throat> but what what are they going to do if they meet up? Like, just like, an oh, alarm go off in the school? Do they get detention? Like... Does a shock collar go off? Like what happens here? Yeah. The French Canadian SWAT team gets called. It? So
2: it could be like, all right, you have a pass for hallway A, and you have a pass for hallway B, and you get in trouble if you cross into either one. And the t- it's like how the oh, where, it's
1: Northern <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's 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 like on um, <laughs> graffiti all down the wall, down the toilet. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to go down the Shankill hallway. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, it's, it's like on the uh, those forms, they say, are you a terrorist? And if you say, or do you have any terrorist affiliations, you say no, they can get you for lying. Mm. Huge mural of someone in a balaclava sat on a toilet with their trousers <laughs> down. <Yeah. laughs>
4: Massive oh Irish
1: flag and then just talked to top. Yeah.
2: So I did a little bit of looking and apparently this was partly inspired by a moral panic or adoption is partly inspired by a moral panic around TikTok.
0: Right. Somehow. <laughs> I mean, Milo's extremely gross idea. I could imagine parents in America freaking themselves out that that mm. was actually happening. When <laughs> yeah. I was a kid, when Columbine happened, they were convinced that like, the trench coat Mafia was a transnational organization and every school had a chapter of them. And it was like, no, you just have kids who are dorks who go to military surplus stores and wear fucking trench coats. Like, mm. But people can work themselves up to a frenzy, particularly in America. And it's like, if you can sell them the prison tech, then I guess yeah. it's, uh, they're they thought, excited.
2: That they was going to be uh, acne ISIS. But no, last year... There was a TikTok challenge that a lot of schools went through. Kids would text each other to leave class. Then they'd meet up and go around the building and film themselves doing various things, such as vaping. (laughs) Free them! Free those kings and queens. Uh. Let them have it.
0: (laughs) Let them honk! That's Uh, right.
2: The the TikTok challenge also included stealing things from the school.
0: a thing that's never been done by high school yeah. students mm, ever no, but not until never.
2: not until the chinese told them to through TikTok. yeah well, right we, we, yeah. we, we yeah. put
3: it on the computer and now we can like auto warm beer those kids yeah yeah <laughs>
1: what the chinese told them to do was incriminate themselves by putting videos of themselves doing it on the internet
0: so if anything orders, that made the school's job easier it's like Premier Xi Jinping, please give us the social credit system. Our kids are doing a game where they high five over the toilet stalls. It's going to bring down America.
1: <laughs> Look, at my school when a kid shit in the urinal, they had no other way of determining the culprit than the Scottish like groundskeeper guy coming in with a fucking bin liner full of human shit walking into a classroom and going who did this?
3: <laughs> fucking Gillian McKeith origin story. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You've got a potassium deficiency.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should discuss this in my office. It is a number. You're out of balance in your diet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, at least that would do something for you. Yeah. All right. So you Caretaker can al- take a You can also <laughs> just look
3: at your shit like it's a tarot card. <laughs>
2: yeah. You could also restrict access to certain bathrooms, water fountains, and so on. So oh, only I mean, oh, this
3: this won't be abused for like any reason <laughs> well, whatsoever. more so, well, like recidivist bathrooms.
0: <laughs> yeah. So what? But Okay. But I have to ask: like, do the kids have to wear tags or something? Do they have to no, do scanning? No, it's scan get in? one of
3: these. It,
2: <laughs> what happens is, is that uh, a a teacher will is that it's all of the data is collected and is viewable by the principal. Right. And if a teacher passes you, they're like. They can check their phone and be like, hey, you're supposed to be in the other bathroom, not this bathroom. You've got to go to the office now.
0: So basically, like they're selling this like future tech Panopticon, but it's just teachers narking and a spreadsheet. That's correct, yes.
3: I mean it's it's a good thing no one's panicking about any particular types of kids using any particular types of bathrooms while they're at school. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, so we, we 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 forbade all the trans kids to piss. So well, they said we're not doing anything different
2: than we ever did, other than making it more efficient. Explain one administrator. We're actually giving kids... And this is my it's, it's favorite...
3: It's like blockers. Just wait. Just hold it.
2: <laughs> this mm. is my, one of my favorite lines in this whole article. Mm. We're actually giving kids more opportunities to go to the bathroom than they previously had.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hell yeah. That's technocracy, baby. Yeah. We're not violating privacy. Really, what we're looking at... This is the CEO. Really, what, all we're looking at is how long, how many times, and how often a kid is leaving for the bathroom, what it's for... Uh, whether it's for the bathroom, the nurse, or going to see another teacher. Yeah, we're not violating privacy. We're just collecting non-anonymized data of all of your movements, some of which is health-related.
3: This has some some yeah. troubling implications, you know? Mm. Took me a minute for the dawning horror to dawn, but now it has. Yeah,
2: yeah. This, is, this is how I pick them. This is how I pick the companies. I'm like, yes, this is good. The dawning horror does come. Uh-huh. It's a uh, slow
3: burn.
1: Yeah, yes, there's no option on the on the past form for jacking all.
2: <laughs> I,
4: I feel
0: I feel like the the, the response to this as a child put under this regime is just to be as compliant with the data as possible in a really annoying way. Just mm. be like, uh like sorry, shit on the so, you know, to your teacher, like, hey, sorry, I uh, the doctor said I have to eat a lot of fiber and just constantly logging in, like, no, nah, I have to shit every 15 minutes. The doctor said so. Just <laughs> overwhelm them with attaching
1: so. a picture of the <laughs> yeah. shit. I, I've got I've got I've got
0: telegram. You want? I can do a live you we can yeah, stream it. Yeah, yeah. You wanna see? Like an alt text description of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is, you know, uh, uh, per usual, right, what
2: this is, mm. is actually a solution to the crisis in education where there aren't enough teachers to provide, uh, like, any kind of oversight. So the solution, of course, is the bathroom panopticon. I mean,
3: th- this has made me feel like... Chuck Berry, meet school. <laughs> it's yeah. made me feel bedtime abolition, man. You can't do this shit. Like, well, mm. literally in this case. But, like, you can't... This is so. Uh, uh, mm, why does the school resemble the Panopticon? Why? Why? Why must it do that?
2: Why does the school resemble not just the prison, but like also the halfway house and the work release In program? prison, they let
3: you shit. That's one of you the things. They a kind of in have to. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 You, you just everyone just gets to watch. So the solution <laughs> is to make school like prison in every you classroom. You can't do that
0: with kids, or you're weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so basically,
0: the solution is every classroom should be a prison, and every classroom should have a stainless steel toilet with no seat. Yeah. Like you <laughs> have to use the bathroom. You just get up from <laughs> class and use it. You can continue paying attention. Yeah. yeah. No <laughs>
2: Panopticon necessary. There is it's, sort of a lot of people seeing you shit, but not a Panopticon in a digital sense.
0: It's, just, it's, just,
1: it's just the men's toilets at that bar in Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, um. <laughs>
0: All right, fine. Well, Nate, consider yourself queued up for a story. Uh. Right. So this is kind of like a story I've told them when we're on tour in the van. But there is this horrible bar. If any of you are familiar with Bloomington, Indiana, please give me a shout. Okay, one or two. Yeah, all right. So uh, Uncle Fester's. Upstairs, there was upstairs and there was Uncle Fester's. Two bars on Kirkwood Avenue. They suck. They're bad. Anyway, I think it was Uncle Fester's. There was a, a bathroom, the men's room upstairs. Was two urinals and then just a freestanding, like a toilet, like a seat toilet. There was no divider, there was no door, there was no privacy. And the bars in, in in America, typically in Indiana, stay open pretty late. So one night I was there at 3 a.m. or so, about closing time, and there was a little person and he was going number two, <laughs> put it that way. He was taking a shit, uh, and everyone could see when they walked in. And people were drunk and assholes because it's Indiana in like 2006. And so People basically were telling their friends, hey, this little person is shitting. I'm trying to be as polite as possible. They were using much ruder words. And it's a verbatim quote. And this, became, <laughs> this became enough of a thing that finally the guy, people would come in and the guy would be sitting on the toilet and be like, I know! I know!
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we need to get that into schools. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that, that,
0: that little
3: guy's moment of pure psychological torture and defeat, that. <laughs>
1: It's, we, it's liberating in a way. Like Once you've been through that, you fear nothing. Well, yeah. like prison. It's, like, it's like when yeah. I had dysentery on a 25-hour flight to Australia. Like mm. After that, I'm like, this world can do nothing to me.
2: <laughs> so, Jason Kelly, associate director at the Electronic Frontier Foundation, unsurprisingly said, I don't think Bathroom Big Brother is solving any real problems that exist, but is potentially creating I mean, some
0: new ones. Bathroom Big Brother sounds like a, like a self-applied like badge of honor for
1: British yeah. transphobes, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah. I, was gonna say, I I hate it, I hate it when I go to the toilet and George Calloway's in there going, do you want me to be the cat?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, but, if uh, you're not troubled by the idea of, uh, a lot of schools creating complete 100% minute perfect records of all student uh, locations no. that you can access live at all times. If you just look at the principal's computer, mm-hmm. if that doesn't make you uncomfortable, for some reason, the Poo Pen Opticon company does sell shirts. You can buy a shirt. Yeah. And they're for sale at
3: the back at the
2: end of the show. <laughs> yeah,
4: you yeah, can yeah.
3: buy a literal hall
2: monitor enthusiast shirt.
3: I mean, bar- bar- Follow from- me to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Bathroom Big Brother has just put me in mind of a Uniquely fucked idea, which is you collect all of the bathroom footage they didn't air from every season of Big Brother. You just show that back to back. <laughs> <laughs> it's on real late at night. Yeah. You have to be. It's for the real perverts.
2: All the w- so far past the
0: watershed, it's in the next watershed. Yeah.
4: Mm.
2: Uh,
0: no, it's like right. more like nine a.m. on Channel
4: Five. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to commit
0: admit to watching it, but like if you put that on Bandcamp, it would make billions <laughs> of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, so. Who's ready to
2: hear of the wonderful um, plans for all of us being discussed at the Tony Blair Institute for Regime Change? (laughs) So, basically, here's how they advertise the event. A new plan for Britain needs to connect modern politics as opposed to the other kind Mm. um, with today's era of innovation, again, as opposed to... Any previous one. Well, previously sure. we were dealing with the Whigs, of course. <laughs> yeah, the steam loom. We're no,
3: it was no longer uh, with the steam you loom. You had the
1: French anti-Semitism
3: party. You had the Whigs. Yeah. <laughs> and know. now it's all apps, you know? We've yeah. got to bridge that divide.
2: That's mm. why, alongside youth organization, My Life, My Say, we hosted our second Future of Britain conference. Uh, of course, what this actually is, right, this is a series of advertisements directed at an audience of exactly one man, Keir Starmer.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, it's like the world not transformed. You know, it's <laughs> it's a big deal for people who are very into things not getting any better. And so it's, it's ads for a worldview in general,
2: right, ads for a particular political party, Labour Under New Management, and then in several quite egregious cases, just... Ads for particular companies like suggesting, hey, Starmer, you might want to use this service for your education panopticon.
3: Oh, hey, they fully just micro targeted stuff to one guy, yeah. Keir Starmer. Do, do you ever go on Podhub and you get all of those pop up windows for uh, G4S <laughs> in your area?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Horny MILFs in your area are considering
3: switching to the Labour Party under new management. Yeah, reasonable centrist MILFs in your area. <laughs> So, and, and, I, and I welcome those milfs. We are a broad church. <laughs> so
2: the other organization that the Tony Blair Institute put this on with is called My Life, My Say, uh, which is basically, if you don't remember them, they are famous for um, uh, 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 submitting doomed petitions uh, oh, to, cool. yeah, to um, satisfy middle-aged observer readers, such uh-huh. as... Uh, one admonishing Boris Johnson for not shut it, for shutting down Parliament. See, Basically, see, the most nebish mm.
3: eighteen-year-olds in all of Britain. See, I love a youth organization like that because they have the same relationship to the Observer and to the, like the Labour Party as uh, like Conservative MPs have to the SAS. Right? <laughs> They're not in it, but they hope to be yeah. desperately, and they do yeah. some like part-time. Vo- They're the TA of the Labour Party, <laughs> <Yeah>. genuinely. <laughs>
2: This is is like, this is uh, Dad's Army Observer. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, the first of the, again, I would say I'm one of dozens of people, including bots, severals of people Hmm. uh, who watched all this stuff. Uh, The first uh, of the presentations... The the first ever recorded AI bot suicide
1: was at the end of this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, ChatGPT's got back down to 3.5. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So... Uh, former conservative leader William Haig is flashed up on screen. Oh, Mr.
3: 20 Pints a Day. He's back out of <laughs> yeah. retirement. Mm. It says,
2: we are in the fastest period of technological change and innovation in the whole history of human civilization. Uh-huh. Uh, is, and, and that's good, is it? <laughs> mm. New technologies such as AI have reformed education, food somehow. I don't know how... Uh-huh. It,
3: See, well, uh, so you're controlling, like, you're measuring whether the children are, like, going to shit on, like, mm, both ends, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, now a
1: computer can eat your burger for you. Oh,
2: thank God. Saving time. Uh, so, uh, also, by the way, the uh, anyone who's been paying attention, the last AI powered vertical farming startup has now gone bust, so I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they also got the former president of Estonia to come on and say that their government improved massively when they decided to give everyone on the count of three, say it with me, one, two, three. A weird German cards. helmet. ID cards. Oh. Oh. What did
3: you say? <laughs> a he weird cannot,
2: German helmet. A weird German helmet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that too. Yeah. He the cannot one help thing himself. He's obsessed with. Yeah. 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 So... Uh, they say the United Kingdom stands at the forefront of this revolution. To secure our future we must abandon outdated ideologies such as left and right and embrace a new approach driven by science and technology. I don't I don't,
3: I don't love the to secure our future bit, to be yeah. honest. Doesn't it
4: Mm. bit awkward
0: yeah Some associations yeah but also it's very funny that he's so fixated in that when this is the country with like the world's most cctv and also anti-teen speakers that just play a secret frequency to drive teenagers insane like mm. they already mm. can find your face anywhere in this country because like now no one's watching the cameras because <laughs> if you call the cops to do anything it doesn't matter they, aren't, they don't have time they don't sure. care well there's but only
1: like three cops they're
3: very overworked <laughs> two of them are at that spacing image show <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah 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 that's right so-
2: that future episode. Uh, so <laughs> I forget you're that. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Do to Doing callbacks to
0: the future. Yeah, yeah, we're really, really professional.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but you weren't all there. Come on. <laughs> so the other funny thing was this this introductory video is um, they use the same music and sizzle reel they use for Neon, but for Britain. Like we have... Tony Blair is going to create the British line
0: and I'm very excited about Mm. it. I mean, I feel like it would be better if instead of trying to big up AI and whatever the fuck else, like they just big up the companies that invest in giving Tony Blair money. So you just get really glossy ads for like, Kazakh dungeon soundproofing service or something along those lines.
3: Listen, those guys do a very professional job under difficult conditions.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, we wouldn't have neighbors complaining about noise from our studio if the Kazakh <laughs> dungeon noise-proofing guys yeah. were here. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, our previous downstairs neighbors were the Saudi government and we only ever heard muffled screams. Muffled! <laughs>
4: <laughs> to be fair, so, they
2: did leave all those weird suitcases out for the trash that one time. But. Yeah, the, guy the bin men said so they wouldn't collect them as organic waste. <laughs> um it requires us to reimagine the state so it is more strategic and a cross-party consensus again of all ex-politicians nobody currently in office is in this video
3: yeah like william Hague, yeah. like current strategic future thinker that he is like also what cross-party consensus like it's been dead forever
2: yeah literally yesterday rishi sunak put out an ad saying hey Anyone who wants to do any stochastic terrorism on any lefties, go ahead.
3: I mean, listen, I I, I don't think it's good, but I do think it's funny that all politics is just calling each other nonces now. (laughs) But, but like, to come into this with, like, I've got some moderate centrism in the form of ID cards and a very, like, collaborative way of introducing them is, like, it's so tone-deaf.
2: Well, don't forget, though, only this isn't to convince... Us or any of you or anyone
3: by well, also, the bar. Also, Blair wasn't that fucking collaborative. Like, considering, you know, uh, I'm going to release a report that's a bit critical of the claims of WMD. Instantly found dead. Yeah. Was was that... Do you do we well, think that was a good example he, of collaborative government? Yeah.
2: Tony Blair and David Kelly had a discussion. True. And then Alleged, they like, used some of uh, Tony's clients in the Kazakh dungeon soundproofing
1: service. <laughs> sort of Look, David Kelly spent too
0: long in the toilet,
4: and you know that, that kind of behavior can't go
0: unanswered. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. that's right. Sometimes the cross-party consensus is that we just kill a guy. So, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. we did de- deliberate it. We did agree. Huh? The 20 Finds a day guy and Tony Blair and some unnamed people with badges. They said it was fine. <laughs> so. Uh, this is
2: Tony Blair's keynote. We need policies that will get the economy moving and a long-term plan for the country's future. This next line made me really, really mad. And I had to make sure to go back in the video to transcribe it accurately, which I will now read to you. We could debate about how we got here.
3: Fading up the big hot dog costume. are all yeah. trying to find the guy who <laughs> yeah. did this. Yeah. Listen. We could spend a lot of time arguing about which of us was driving when the car went into the ditch. Or we could progress into getting the car out of the ditch together. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We can all
0: do a breathalyzer and it'll show some numbers.
3: <laughs> Listen, but, uh, they can but be It's any also numbers. disconcerting
0: when that happens and you walk out and see all of the ads for like cars and ditches are great.com or whatever the fuck. Like all of the people invested in this. K.S. Delma's targeted ads. No, no, <laughs> yeah. that's cyclists and ditches are great.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very odd. Yeah. Um,
2: the actions of the state have not kept pace with what is happening in the real world. You know, the state in its fake world. Uh-huh. Um, and then says, uh, the level of spending is is alarming because too much of it is going on disability or social
0: care. Oh, Tony, never changed <laughs>
4: Yeah. I mean, but, I think that in oh. a country
0: where, like, a guy down the pub who happens to know Matt Hancock is, is awarded seven billion pounds or whatever, or, like, they say, hey, we have to make this refugee internment camp less friendly. So, Paint over the fucking counterfeit Mickey Mouse. Like, I feel as though if you home in on, oh, we give too much money to our generous benefits system, like, it's just, it yeah. kind of feels like that's the axe he's going to grind no matter what. And maybe that's the obvious thing to say, but it's just like, it's like the ID card thing. It's like, yeah, right, we Don't get it. spend
4: too long in the toilet.
3: <laughs> well, because the
0: thing is, spending too
3: long in the toilet or being on disability benefits don't grow the economy. I think you'll right? find
0: the Kazakh government is very much maligned. <laughs> it's not true.
3: <laughs> like, like yeah. being on disability. It's a recording
1: studio down there. I don't see
3: the problem. <laughs> <laughs> being on disability benefits doesn't make it easier for you to find a job at some point, and it doesn't like help the economy by giving you money to put into it. Mm. It just it that's that's a oh, fallacy. I'll right? tell you why. It's because it doesn't
2: make more chatbots. Yeah, which mm. is that's progress. It, yeah, it, you we might need get more like chatbots after they all killed themselves yeah. after listening to this. Yeah. So he says this is go- this is going to accelerate. The world is changing, and the state is not. We have no digital ID cards.
3: <laughs> he loves them so bad, dude. No. I I wish there were, like, I loved anything in the world as much as Tony Blair loves ID cards. Which is, and I don't think I'm particularly short stuff for loving stuff, but, like, not that much. <laughs> not, like...
0: It's just very strange because I'm from a country where we love ID. Like if when I lived in New York, if I went to a doctor's appointment to get into the building where the the doctor's office was, you had to show ID at the door and you had to show ID at the doctor's office as well. Like we're constantly showing ID for everything in the United States. And it's like, it seems strange given how dystopian America is that Tony Blair has settled on. That being the thing that would make the world the future utopia meme is just the ID cards part. Like what is it that he thinks it will remedy? I really genuinely like, okay, we're a comedy podcast. We talk on stage, but I genuinely don't know what the fuck is he so I, into I, I honestly, about I honestly think it's the one
3: thing he wanted to do that he couldn't get done. Well,
0: I wanted a fucking ferret when I was thirteen, but <laughs> all I did all day long was talk about ferrets. When I'm almost forty, y'all would be like, "This is a little bit weird, man. You might let the ferrets go." But <laughs> well, they I gotta guess.
1: train the ferret to get the shit out of your
0: ass. No, that's <laughs> to the make solution. Sure that you're out if of there. If the children are in the bathroom too long, you just let the ferrets <laughs> loose. So, those kids
2: will get the yeah, fuck back 30, to class. <laughs> uh, Timmy, thirty. Second warning before the cage of <laughs> ferrets above the toilet opens. <laughs> no, so, I mean, I'll give no, no, you the- under the toilet. They got to come <laughs> out. Yeah. I know, the, both cages. I know, I'll, I'll give you the actual answer. Anything and I'll go-
1: that's still in there, they will get. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll give you the actual answer and then go back to the larks, which is that the fantasy of New Labour was always to create a state where everything could be finally administered from the top down, mm. down to the individual level. Like They didn't just want to micro-target like benefits by income level. They wanted to have basically a complete social credit score to be like, all right, you logged 33 hours of work on your, on your ID today. That means your benefits are going to go down by 25 pence or whatever. Sure. That's what he wanted.
0: Mm. They wanted the ultra computer, but yes. also they were like, but we don't. We're not going to actually spend money on the ultra no. computer. We've just figured out that having this first step of a thing you have to carry or mm. whatever ID yeah. digital thing that's going to solve the problem. Yeah,
3: the yeah. ultra computer is a wheezing beige like CPU yeah. tower. Yeah, exactly. it's, a, it's a compact from a
2: school. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, the influence this is going to have on Starmer
3: basically is is the, it's like well, Starmer is being he's being courted
0: here. He's being seduced, which is quite uncomfortable to consider. I mean, the seduction of Keir Starmer by Tony Blair sounds like a <laughs> deeply disturbing erotic novel, <laughs> and it's like there's many voices that could come out of that that could be done to great effect for parody. It, <laughs> are you trying to seduce me, Mrs. Robinson, because I really think we should be focusing on the larger point here.
4: <laughs> plastics. The issues is at stake. No, it's, right. it's,
2: he would have gone into plastics, the Keir Starmer graduate. Mm. So uh, this technological revolution will allow us to reimagine the state entirely working together with the private sector in partnership to create the economy for the future which again, the British state has never done, Blair himself has never
3: done. Yeah, also, like, what are the consequences of that now that we live in the ruins of it? Like, it, it's, it's he did it with the dome! That was the dome! It was mm. a
2: big thing to be like, hey, mm. some of you remember the dome? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can never forget the dome. I now. can okay. never forget the dome. Let's hear it for the dome! <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, this is like when you go to an old folks home and talk about Morecambe and Wise <laughs> who remembers the dome that's right Mildred there was a big boy in there <laughs> go, going to the 0 oh, he was
0: a naked boy wasn't he and what a lovely boy he was <laughs> well, going it's... to the O2 and complaining to the very underpaid event staff that the boy is missing yeah. <laughs> where's, the <laughs> boy? where's the boy the boy heist
3: yeah. Well, yeah, I,
4: I,
2: mean, I, I came here for the boy <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the last time that the state worked in partnership
3: with the private sector in the way that Tony Blair is talking about. Like, yeah, you got the dome. Well, that that too. Plus the dome was like it was a preview of coming attractions, right? It was what Blairism wanted to do. It was like the Apple cart being set out. And that that's this for Starmer. but instead of an act instead of an actual dome with an actual boy in it, mm. the, like shit has gone so bad because of the consequences of that dome that now we're down to like a YouTube playlist. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I mean, it
0: seems like... I I realize you do this intentionally, but it seems like the school bathroom RFID social credit system and Tony Blair's ideal Mm. government are very close together. And it's like, except you have to... I know, right? My Riley's brain here. But it's like you have to extend it to all the things Tony Blair wants you to stop doing or to do. It's like, are you going to lose your mortgage because you touch someone's bins? And that's an instant (laughs) minus 1,000 credit score.
2: (laughs) No, it's much worse than that. (laughs) We've electrified the bins. Um, the, the bin men they have rubber gloves they're fine um, <laughs> certainly uh, don't touch the bins outside also, the Kazakh embassy sorry, can, I, can I just for us to get a sense of the room can I just please can you make some noise if one or two, one of two things happened either if you were paid by furlough or if your energy bill was materially affected by the lowered price
3: cap decent okay. number so all, right. okay, all few of you. you, right, per yep. the Tony Blair Institute for Strategic yep. Regime Change, he can get fucked.
4: Because <laughs> he I mean, says, for
0: for, for 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 reference, like. When in the early days of doing podcasting as a job, my wife got furloughed and it was the only thing that she let Mm -hmm. her keep her job. And if she hadn't, we probably would have had to leave the country because it's very hard to substantiate income in Britain's very insane immigration system if you are self-employed or you work as a freelancer. So So I do have a slight mm -hmm. stake
2: in it. I'll put it that way. He says, modern systems could help target interventions to save the state money. We could have saved $40 on the furlough. So most of you could have gone and gotten fucked, basically. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, well, what I mean, were you would you have doing been rid of on me by shitting, yeah. probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, and then we could have also have the energy bill support, so the rest of you could also have gotten fucked, according to Tony Blair. Um, for seven minutes or less. <laughs> there is a danger for progressives to retreat to old-fashioned state intervention, or more worryingly, new-fashioned identity politics...
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, oh you identify as being cold and needing electricity pussy so so this is for starmer right
3: why then has keir starmer tripped headfirst into the rabbit hole of identity politics today Be- because he's not very good at this i see i see oh no <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh fuck! It's, it's, oh, so, shit.
3: So, so what tony blair a, a guy who was forced into doing the only meaningful like trans reform in the uk and like ever by the courts has said to keir starmer is just don't be transphobic for a minute right instead do the id cards and all the other evil shit no, I,
0: I think he's saying be transphobic whenever they say the guys like blair say identity pollux they mean you are making any concessions to anything besides the most deranged ah, headbangers. Okay. Yeah, right. As long that as makes sense. You
1: have an ID card. It can have whatever gender you want. <laughs> <laughs> Just please take the
4: card. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm
3: begging you, really, <laughs> it's all I've got. Just a little card. One I little
2: see, card. I Tony, so
3: you've gotten your Blair.
2: Tony yeah. Blair thank is you, really, really
1: <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs>
0: Receiving my Blair belt. <laughs> yeah. it just I, I don't know. That know—that—that—that that sounds like you're getting given literature by a very, very horny Jehovah's Witness who might kill you. You're not sure. Yeah, Tony that was Blair. Tony Blair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That was what it felt like. Yeah,
2: yeah that's David Kelly
0: opening the door.
2: <laughs> Would you like um, to meet God? Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> Fix it yeah, like <laughs> one of those
1: memes of heaven where it's like David <laughs> Kelly shaking hands with Harambe. like so. We were waiting for you, son.
2: That <laughs> uh-huh. so will be a long. I can't believe Tony yeah.
1: Blair got you as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I'm gonna do the two uh, food environment ones. Uh, I very rarely do content warnings, but my God, are these fat phobic? Oh, cool. Okay. Um. So. Mm. Uh, this is the, the first uh, speaker, and I'm going to say the name of the speaker at the end of the segment, uh-huh. because I was puzzled and had to look him up and was surprised that he was who I thought he was. So, ahem, The NHS is beginning to buckle under the weight of our population.
3: Cool. And, and, okay. And poor, that's the tone we're taking, right? Yeah. And poor diet mm. is the main <laughs> cause. <laughs> Addressing Britain in a friendly, relatable, electable way, like lard asses. Good evening,
4: pedophiles. (laughs) It also would be
0: very funny if the person making the statement is very obviously not within the kind of absurdly not effective or useful BMI guidelines from the NHS Mm -hmm. and also a pedophile. So, what I'm saying is they've (laughs) resurrected Cyril Smith and he's the one giving this talk. Weirdly, Mm. it's kind of a funnier person than that. Oh, it's Simon Danchik. Uh, We'll get (laughs) down. (laughs) So. Simon Danchik wrote the book about Cyril Smith being a (laughs) nonce and then was revealed to have been trying to sexually proposition a 17 year old in his MP office, which mm. is technically I- it's illegal. on the record,
2: not liable, not It's not you liable, it. it's not liable. It's, it's like, while he
0: was an MP, but also that's legal with age of consent, but not legal when you're the MP and there are your I mean, interests. Writing a yeah. book about Cyril Smith is like the tape from the ring. Like you
3: become <laughs> a nonce in seven so. days. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I see. I was thinking it was more of like a serial killer taunting the police sort of thing. It was like uh-huh. set a nonce to catch a nonce.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. So so. Sick people If that was true, Britain would never have a problem with this shit. Because they've got traps on every goddamn corner. Yeah.
2: Half the country is chasing the other half. Sick people work less and pay less tax, which is of course the worst thing about being sick. Obesity mm. in adults cost the economy yada yada yada. In the and here's like the gasp line of the speech. In the UK, you can buy twenty-eight different kinds of Kit Kat because it's easier to sell than kale. There are audible gasps. Oh
3: <laughs> fuck me, dude. Okay. <gasps>
1: This, <laughs> this is this is the modern world, right? This is what they wanted. Twenty-eight mm. different kinds of Kit Kat. You know, in the fifties that would have been like, you'll marvel at the future. Twenty-eight different kinds of Kit Kat. One of them has calm in it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: why this one's flavored with delicious sweet asbestos but also the idea (laughs) that this one's aimed at homosexuals
0: (laughs) that's right it's legal now the idea that this is the people would give in the choice between the two would opt for the kale it's like that very rarely happens unless you're living somewhere that's being governed by the british from abroad and it's (laughs) like well the kale is there and you can eat it like it's just i don't understand why there's that dichotomy made
4: there Well,
2: you know because the dichotomy is if you're going to the store and want to get something really quick and you have a hot plate, an electrical so you're outlet, just a eat pan. Kale? Yeah, gnawing on that, on that, gnawing on Yeah. Kale, like like <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so they say uh, we have to raise the tax on junk food and trim 38 calories off the average daily intake.
1: <laughs> well, like we're a medieval king, <laughs> I must raise the <laughs> tax on the Kit Kats to wage war on the moor.
3: Like. I don't know if you've noticed this, dear audience, but it, it's fucking shit living here a lot of the time. And there very- Despite few- all of the Kit Kats. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Very few pleasures remain to us. And one by one, Tony Blair is coming to our house like we are a former U.N. weapons inspector. <laughs> and he is slapping the Kit Kats out of our hands.
2: Yeah, and replacing with another Kit Kat being like, you'd probably prefer this one. Ignore yeah, the, the green cats. smoke yeah. coming
0: off of it. <laughs> yeah.
3: <The> cat, so. <laughs> cat, it's like chocolate enrobed kale.
0: I mean, yeah. the k- the kale Kit Kat does seem like the logical k- follow up yeah. to the savory vape. <laughs> like, You'll yeah.
3: take the
2: cum cow of my cold dead hands. So. <laughs> <laughs> this text could raise three billion pounds for those living in poverty and provide in cooking education. The Tony Blair Institute has just published a
3: report with other such creative solutions. I mean, okay, so hold on a minute, right? There's a kernel of a point here in that, like, because of all of the problems, probably the way in which we consume food is going to need to change, right? Most obviously we going to need to, like, a lot less meat and shit like that, fine. We may not be able to have the treats. You remember the banana discourse? The way they're approaching this is to go... You no, know, you can still have it, but like only if you're like upper middle class in the same way as like a sugary drink where it's like you can't get like a like a full fat coke for like, you know, yeah, as unless much. Unless you like
0: break it. the locks on a shipping container from Poland yeah, and yeah, just yeah, steal yeah, yeah. it all out, but like Soprano can, style. Yeah, but you can
3: get like a Fentiman's if you're like nice and like well You can well get 38 healed. different yeah. flavors of vape. Yeah. yeah. Not it's for only, long, you but can you can. only have a Kit
1: Kat if you're ripped. You've got a flex for the guy in <laughs> <at> the Nisa. <laughs> And yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, nice boss.
2: Yeah. You're, only, al- you're <laughs> only allowed to break it between your foref- forearm and bicep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, so yeah, yeah. Sick. this was a summary of a talk given by a, a man named Henry Dimbleby, the son yes. of David Dimbleby, who's qualified because... The Dimble Boy. <laughs> because, because he's qualified to do this because he started Leon Restaurants. Oh. oh fuck yeah yeah that's the right
1: worst burger you can get
2: <laughs> it comes with a little lecture you shouldn't be
1: eating this mm. i fucking hate leon It's. i mean look as a stand-up comedian i eat fast food up and down the country constantly and leon is fucking dog <laughs> yeah it's overpriced it tastes like shit Okay, look, this isn't a joke. This is just a <laughs> no, serious. No, no.
3: But, now, but now you this know. This is my opinion. Now you know that it's run by David Dimpleby's fail son. Yeah, the Dimpleboy. <laughs> <laughs> the Dimple <Yeah>. Boy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so is there going to be
4: a
1: Oh, you'll be laughing up? on the other side of your face, mate. Me and the Dimble Boys are going to come fuck you up.
0: <laughs> and
2: the funny
1: thing is We're going to interview you in a very snide way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, this speech given by John Wagamama is saying that uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Britain needs to tax sweet things, which yeah. invariably the way it works here is then manufacturers just use the sweetener that gives you cancer to avoid the sugar yeah. threshold because it gets put, as opposed to America, where they're like, no, a, a soft drink now costs $7 kind yeah. of thing.
4: Well,
1: what? I'll... What? How about you say that to me on Newsnight, cunt? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I'll give you the next, the
2: next, the next speech is Emily Maitlis uh, interviewing mm. t- interviewing Jamie Oliver. Oh. <laughs> uh, I watched the whole thing for you.
1: <laughs> the real <laughs> Jamie <That's>... Oliver is. <laughs> Ja-
3: Jamie Oliver playing the role of dapper laughs yeah. in this scenario. So, Returning to the scene of the crime, <laughs> having mm. ruined every soft drink in the country.
4: <sighs> so,
3: I, I, this is just going to be a quick one from this one. and that one Jay- really personal.
2: Ja- yeah, sorry. Jamie- Why don't you
0: just take the load off and enjoy a nice San Pellegrino tangerine? Don't ask oh. about the sweeteners. Don't worry. It'll be fine. <laughs> That's nice and middle class. wrong with them.
2: Uh, <laughs> Jamie, speaking weirdly fast says by the way he's got real coke with sugar in it (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) different kind of coke i swear he's been sped up
2: (laughs) by the way i'm apolitical before saying the person before saying that the person who made the most difference was george osborne for introducing the sugary Uh. drinks tax it generated check this out it generated a billion and a half pounds that was supposed to go to children's breakfast clubs but then the conservatives took it away
3: it's well, like George with Osborne made much of a difference. He the, just took the fucking soda. So if you, we know that doing the tax and spend shit doesn't work because we don't spend, why do well, the I mean, fucking morals
0: tax? <laughs> but you, you always find this out in the same way. That having gone through this with with my wife, that you know, having to, they make a ninety two percent profit on all the processing fees of the Home Office for visas. And maybe yeah. people who are British who don't have immigrant relatives may not know this, but like to renew a visa for your spouse, for example, costs three thousand pounds every two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And by the time, you, and sometimes if they want to fuck with you, you can be like, oh, we don't trust you. It's going to take you ten years to naturalize, and you have to fucking do it four times. So in the grand scheme of things, you can spend anywhere from let's say yeah, ten to, spend to 20, twenty on the toilet. They extend it to yeah, ten years. Twenty thousand yeah. pounds on on visa fees. In this yeah cuz the home office has hustle mindset and it, what do mm. they do with that 92% profit invariably you find out it's like oh yeah we uh, we decided to put a lot of money into parkingracism.com in case we ever need it so <laughs> we've got that domain Look, name I'm i've matt got hancock. a lot of ads from racism.com
2: <laughs> matt hancock as friend needs a new boat so mm. this is their this is them talking about education you thought the panopticon was done wrong so this is priya lakani OBE the found, this is one of the direct product ads, by the way, directed okay. to Keir Starmer. Sure. Well, what, what'd Kani, she OBE, get that OBE for? Uh, thank you. I no, it's tell like you. Dave Courtney. It's one big ego. <laughs> <laughs> she's the, the founder and CEO of Century Tech, an AI-based edutech firm,s and she's the former boss of Masala Masala, which is a sauce company. I mean, to the tune
3: of Shakira
2: Shakira. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, Wait, so why is this former saucier doing
0: education policy is it this this sourced up girly yeah, yeah because this one pub matt hancock goes to you know what <laughs> if you know you know yeah, yeah this mm. is this
2: is just look yesterday i i had a sauce company Today, I'm building the British education. It's literally, I kind. went to a
3: posh oh. restaurant, right, and I had a, like, fancy burger, and I asked the guy who owns the burger restaurant to do me the food policy, and I had a little thing of sauce with it, and I asked the person who owns the sauce company to do the education policy. Yeah, that's right. Well, like they government ha- by Byron.
1: <laughs> so. They have to separate the two, because, as we know, they can't let the central white
2: boys have the sauce. So... <laughs> Things are going poorly. Students are underperforming in exams. Uh We're Um, not goated with the source. The one-size-fits-all model of education, which we all know is all code for privatization, Uh leaves too many children behind. We're and gonna woo for <laughs> privatisation. <laughs> yeah, privatisation. He very,
1: like computers yeah, first. The G4s work yeah. trip is in. There were some people at the back. there pointing at their friend. Like, yeah, he fucking <laughs> loves privatisation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, as they were a club comedy thing. It's like, oh, okay, okay, Like, oh, you know, you got that one friend who always farts. They're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he fucking loves Carillion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, when what? when you ask people who is the most important person in the classroom they say the student but no, when it's, you ask I think it's people the ferrets
3: they're releasing into the bathrooms.
0: <laughs> but when you ask people who's the most powerful person in the classroom also they, the ferrets
2: they say yeah. the teacher i'm
0: just imagining myself as a 13 year old violating the bathroom policy so i could get to hang out with the ferret not realize it was an attack
2: ferret <laughs> yeah. trained by a
0: special farm in like northamptonshire <laughs> oh or something God. like that he's, got,
2: he's turned the ferrets against us <laughs> so
0: why does it be nice? This is what it feels like to be a rabbit anywhere in Britain. <laughs> so
1: the first time I met Nate, I said that boy could make a ferret do anything. <laughs>
4: so,
2: <laughs> so, why do we waste so much of the teacher's time? Sure, <laughs> <laughs> like, Shangradian. I, I, I get on this fucking stage About and the the ex- <laughs> I'm
0: not expecting to be retconned into my own ferret con from when I'm fucking 13 years old, but it happens sometimes.
1: I'd like to tell you the ferrets left Nate's sensual ass alone, <laughs> but that would be a lie. <laughs> no. So, those sensual white boys never have an easy time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let our
2: cameraman compose himself. Yeah,
3: <laughs> That's hey, right. How you thank done? you, Tom. How's
2: Thanks, Tom. it going? We love you, buddy. I'm so, the only non-sensual man in Shawshank. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Why do we waste so much of every teacher's time? More than half of the teacher's time is spent identifying what the Surveiling children need. <laughs> More than half the teacher's time is spent identifying what the children need to progress. Which that's to me, teaching—that
3: is teaching. That's what. Te- do we do we have any teachers in? Right, Sorry, I'm just loving the five finger points.
4: Yo, yo, yo!
3: Is that not... You're teaching! Uh, please give me a good grade in podcasting. Is that not what teaching is? You, you identify what the kids need and then you do it. Yeah.
2: But what if... you? But there's not an AI that's just telling you which kids need what. So you just basically oh go God. to them...
1: We need Francis Begbie school teacher. <laughs> Nobody leaves until we find wait. out which cunt doesn't know their times table.
4: <laughs> so, so, and so
1: teach it to them in a Montessori manner. <laughs> so this is,
2: this is impossible <laughs> we to do. You went to count in Montessori school. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, Mont- Montessori is just a really hard Scottish <laughs> guy who's descended from Italians. Uh, it's
1: quite prejudicial of you to assume that I couldn't teach in the Montessori style. I was actually trained in Steiner education, but the only school in the Pollock Shields area okay, all was right. Montessori. We're, we're,
2: we're getting back to it's it. It's a broadly similar educational philosophy. All right, okay, all right. And Montes- if you don't like it, I'll glass you. All right, Montessori, Peggy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> story, I swear you people clap for things I don't fundamentally understand.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Riley,
0: half the show is people enjoying you getting flustered at us just being here yeah, to is at you. the spectacle, yeah. Riley. Oh
2: this my is God. impossible to do when you have twenty five to thirty five or sometimes three children every hour in front of you.
3: Okay, we should reduce the class sizes then.
2: Ah you have to spend money. It, 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 nah. Uh, uh, Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it's like there's either more teachers or more penopticons and Starmer, you know what to do thanks to the Tony Blair Institute. Bring in people from the town to teach the kids and we're back at France <laughs> Montessori <laughs> school again. So, I had a moment, a combination of delusion and optimism when I realized that, that the technology changing the world, artificial intelligence could play a part. Ah, oh, so a, you, a you former really can... A barrister who had a
3: sauce company. Yeah, you, you really can get lost in the sauce. <laughs>
2: yeah. We...
3: Um, Thank you. Thank you. We built- as,
1: my, as, my, as my seasoned friend well knows.
2: <laughs>
3: Listen, there's no Montessori Begbie, but yeah. I, I, you know, I take the applause <laughs> so I can get it.
2: We built a machine that tracks every single mouse movement a student makes on our learning platform. Why? That's what
3: it does. What? Don't do that. So- Oh, sorry, did you
1: say mouse? That says ferret.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, based on
2: how, if you're doing, like, I don't know, algebra homework or whatever at night, based on how your mouse moves, so don't move your mouse weird, you Uh better make sure you're moving your mouse in a way that's consistent with your actual understanding, or you're going to get, like, derailed onto something else.
3: Neurodivergent mouse movement
4: detected. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, like... If you, if you stand up to go get, like, a glass of water and someone moves your mouse, that will change your learning outcome. <laughs> He's moving his mouse in a bisexual fashion. <laughs> Take the house. <laughs> He's tabbed over to Spotify and put on a Robin song. <laughs> <laughs> so, it says, it will accurately predict how Tony will do on any question or learning objective, she says, turning to Tony Blair.
1: Because <laughs> he keeps answering ID cards. <laughs> <laughs>
2: anonymized marking was unable to stop the prejudice against (laughs) tony blair and predict where he'll get stuck i know tony's looking at me and asking why we didn't give macroeconomics 101 to liz and quasi last autumn
4: that's dude that's so
2: fucking funny yeah god yeah Uh, the point is it can personalize learning unlike for example
3: teachers (sighs) take
1: take this example question Ranjit has four sweets and Claire has two sweets and Ranjit gives Claire one sweet and the correct answer is how the fuck do We know that's really Ranjit <laughs> <laughs> So so let me so, see your fucking papers
3: <laughs> <laughs> So, so wait, wait, wait. we're not and where re- did you get all those sweets? <laughs> <laughs> we're not reducing class sizes. No but hmm. what we are doing is, like, your new, like, RoboCop teacher is going <laughs> to get, like, a one-sentence summary from an AI on the, like, heads-up display of, like, what a kid's deal is? Correct, yes. They'd be like, you need to relearn the
2: math in Pythagoras' oh, theorem. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, it's basically, okay. it said, what if but, we like, take... The thing, all- the, yeah. the
3: thing is, like, individualizing, like, learning outcomes, shit like that, like... Good teachers, which we have in real life, some of them are in, do that even with large class sizes. We just yeah. don't pay them enough to live on.
2: But we, what if instead of paying the teachers more,
3: we paid this sauce person? <laughs>
0: hmm.
3: Yeah, you know what, you're right. Maybe we should give it to the fucking mayonnaise lady. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. An old timey slur for the Dutch. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Mayonnaise, by, mayonnaise <laughs> by day, barbecue sauce by night. That's right. Uh, schools can what, see what? What's the Dutch what? on the face? That It's the Dutch, right? Because the Dutch do blackface. Never Well, I'll tell you about it after drinks. It's
1: so, it's so weird. I went to Leon and they gave me a free pot of boot polish. I just,
3: I didn't, I I didn't have make Christmas. the association between barbecue sauce and blackface. You.
0: Fucking weird. Yeah, that w- to me that just sounds like you're you're like a messy baby, garbage. <laughs> like, I didn't even get the like blacking the up with barbecue. <laughs> <sauce. laughs> <It's just
1: like, laughs> this is like the sign round about being a messy eater <laughs> <laughs> where you just get covered in barbecue sauce. Everybody
0: thought it was Dutch. What the fuck? Yeah. So,
2: basically, schools can see also all real-time no, data no, no, for no. all you're not, students. not you done
3: this yet. <laughs> no, you want to <laughs> keep doing with this? No, okay, no, 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 because right, you your pose, your on is one of being the like normal, reasonable one. And then what you've done is you've suggested to me, you've introduced into this environment the concept of blacking up with barbecue sauce. <laughs> I was, thi- I was trying what to think. Get of- to- yeah, it's going to get in your eyes, dude.
2: You <laughs> I was thinking of a, a darker condiment.
3: Like what? Marmite? And the- what? I'm not British. <laughs> I
0: don't go to Marmite. My and brain doesn't that rich go to Marmite. I a a darker condiment concealed. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I don't think a Dutch person would go to Marmite unless they were a huge Anglophile, too. Yeah, so yeah. it's like. This is a real perverted person. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> All right, well, let's be thankful that this person we've invented either isn't real or lives in Utrecht and it can't hurt us. <laughs> Which so, may as well be the same. Uh, schools can see real-time data any time of the. Are you done with the with the thing? Uh, yeah, please comments. Okay. They can see real-time Talk data. about guided with the source. I am gonna get a little clicker
3: year. and like training on it.
2: Yeah. How are boys with three school meals performing in algebra versus the others? Uh You can look at your subjects and see where you're not performing as a school
4: and then you can look at the entire country
3: But okay, right. So these kind of metrics right? They're important, right? But we already do them and we do like the like Blair was part of the reason why we started doing this micro-targeting And now we do it on such a level that like Ofsted comes to your school and gives you feedback like you should kill yourself Like you Mm. can and we're gonna make that worse. A Japanese Ofsted (laughs) pretty much
2: like (laughs) <laughs> We're going to make it so that, like, from number 10 or from the Century Tech headquarters, uh-huh. they can start with a map of Britain, zoom in on one individual school, and know and yes. exactly <laughs> how who's did, shitting how and where. <laughs> cerebr-
1: what did I do in the test, Mr. Begbie? And then he just shakes his head and hands you a short katana.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, what we've invented here is like cerebro for kids who are bad at math. Mm. <laughs> so, they say. Uh, And this is what the sales pitch says. Adoption
2: has been rapid in the private sector, but state education is afraid of AI. Crazy. AI is like your Uh mother-in-law. (laughs) Uh-huh. Yep.
1: Can't fucking stand listening to it. (laughs) Am I right? (laughs) Causes nothing but trouble.
2: (laughs) It will intervene in all your relationships with stakeholders. My mother-in-law is always intervening in my relationships (laughs) with stakeholders, by the way. I'm
1: not going to your mother's again. No, not if we're
2: taking the stakeholders with us.
1: <laughs> now you know a... what she's like? She upsets the investors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think calling your children the stakeholders is the most new labor thing you
0: could possibly do. <laughs> that's that one kid who's in the audience yeah. here. He was raised a stakeholder. This is normal to him. Mm. My father was a stakeholder and his father
2: was a stakeholder. It's, right. it's up to you to decide whether it's going to be helpful or overbearing. Again, is that up to you to decide about a mother-in-law? No, it's up to the source lady. Yeah. Mm. Private schools have embraced it and we cannot but risk... But to the source lady is my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Private schools have embraced it and we cannot risk our state schools being left behind. I.e., Keir Starmer, hook me up to the money hose. Please give me the big state money hose.
0: Mm. Mm. Um, anyway. But I guess the thing that gets me about this is that it's always like, what do they do with the data when they've identified that it's shit and it's irreparably shit because kids are poor and they are in food poverty and their parents are working but can't afford to pay rent or wash their clothes and all these things. And it's like, you'll get great granular data on that. And their solution is... Predator drone. Die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pretty much. Because right. then the
2: idea is, they, then they take that and then you can target... Because if you can micro-target something enough, it rounds to zero. That's like the whole nudge thing, right? You can be like, mm. look, either we can feed this kid, we can make sure his parents have a stable place to live, whatever, or we can know the exact date to send him like a pamphlet on stick to
0: Cool. I mean, it, it's weird because of all of the things I could imagine Tony Blair identifying with from Yukio Mishima, this is not <laughs> one of them.
2: All right. Um, I believe we're coming to an hour, so I'm going to come to the final, the final segment. Um, we are coming to an hour, yeah? Okay, Uh, fine. This is, so, Starmer now comes on and gives his speech. Thank you for all the work that you do at the Tony Blair Institute. (laughs) I have had, he says... You're a vital part of our economy. (laughs) You make all of the Tony Blair that is sold in the United (laughs) Kingdom. I have had, and remember some of the ideas that we've discussed earlier. I have had report after report today about all the great ideas discussed here. Uh, yeah, who can forget the Turbo Panopticon, the Sauce AI, the health program calling Britain fat? Mm-hmm. No child in Britain, if I am elected, will have an unferted asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the, now he he dropped some fucking heaters in this speech some real Starmer lines Which I okay. would you describe Please. him as a sensual white boy <laughs> I would say he was beyond sensual in this particular speech oh, sexual he was barbecue white boy. sourced up yeah uh, <laughs> so the entree of the next government will be like no other and without decisive leadership <laughs> even hold on. his metaphors hold on. are boring hold on Hold on. Let me get through the whole thing. Okay. The intray of the next government will be like no other. And without decisive leadership, that intray will gnaw away at our shared hope and push us toward a mindset of decline.
3: Well, the (laughs) intray... The God, in- what would that look like? The int- the intray that gnaws away at you? Yeah, you know, the intray that if you get too full, gnaws at you and bites you. And it's stuff. like one of the Stephen King novels he doesn't remember writing because he was on too much coke. We're now, we're now like wellness,
1: Begbie, like he's reading the tarot <laughs> cards and he's like... Aye, our shared entry
0: is gnawed away at our hope <laughs> and is pushing us towards a mindset of decline. You know, in a way, I, I missed the absurd metaphors there because I just was the idea of like, oh, well, God, imagine if Britain was in decline. What would that be like? It's like, what Terrible. do all these metrics kind of point to? Well, we don't have the board? ID
2: cards. So we can't know for sure. Oh, okay. Right. If it's in decline. Okay. Some people say that Britain is in decline. Others still say that Britain is getting worse. And I say, look, Let's put aside our differences for a moment. <laughs> we need three things:
3: growth, growth, growth. Oh, it's like a shit tribute band. <laughs> yeah, uh, again, it's quite—it's
1: quite got the tone of the uh, "Enlarge your patrinus" type email. Yeah. That one.
3: We may have heard a refrain like that before. Oh, fun, mm. fun joke for the room, yeah, for the real Blairheads. heads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how did that get a woo? What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> It's
0: the uh-huh. same guy. He's the one friend. <laughs> yeah. He loves yeah. fucking Tony so Blair. He Arcana. fucking
1: loves Blair. <laughs> he made his own ID card.
2: <laughs> the
1: rabbit it's a hole. doctored virgin active membership card.
2: <laughs> the rabbit hole of identity politics is there. You could earn more from the concerns of working
1: people. We are my putting a ferret
0: down the <laughs> rabbit hole
1: <laughs> of identity yeah. politics. Yeah, I'm stuck headfirst in the rabbit hole of identity <laughs> politics, like Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> yeah. like my ass hanging out. <laughs> the ferret pit stop team are pulling <laughs> turds out of
3: my ass. All right, so just to <laughs> keep my track. head and shoulders are very woke. Just to keep track, <laughs> this rabbit hole is threatening our intra.
2: Uh, yeah, the rat. No, yeah. the rabbit hole is threatening our ability to empty the intray, which will otherwise gnaw at our ass. Gotcha.
1: We're stuck in the rabbit we hole. We have to introduce myxomatosis into the woke <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs>
0: like a like a hungry and curious mustelid, we stuck our noses down the rabbit hole <laughs> of identity politics and allowed the gnawing, okay. massively gro- body horror-growing inbox to become human sentient that's, and start gnawing away our hopes. That's one of the centrist Twitter
1: accounts, the hungry and curious mustelid.
0: <laughs> yeah. so, it's just a pub in
3: Hackney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Where they, they serve bow buns for some reason. Yeah. Here,
2: here's, here's another line that I, I am going... I think... So, okay, little peek behind the curtain. Sometimes I know, I have a moment where I know that something is going to be worth discussing on the show. And it was this line that made me decide to talk to you about the Tony Blair Regime Change Conference today. Ahem. Growth in every community is the oxygen of our ambition.
3: Oh crap
1: oh, okay. fuck, yes. This is like tiny temper lyrics.
3: <laughs> no, it's you know you know, <laughs> you know what it is? It's like it's like improv, like name an object, intray, name a state of matter, Gaseous. like <laughs> I love this. Breathing in the oxygen of ambition, exhaling the carbon dioxide of social progress. because well, this is the thing, the Tories, the Tories are gonna give us a nitrous oxide of false hope. It's gonna feel very good for a second, but then you may die and it just leaves a mess in the street.
1: In, in tray so big I keep some at my aunt's house. <laughs> <laughs> Kids asking me about the ferret, it's like a large mouse.
3: <laughs> the amyl nitrate of our of our growth and future prosperity. Thank you. We need a new government
2: that doesn't say, sorry, can you read the bit in quotes here? Okay. And we say, no, we won't intervene on behalf of businesses and working people. (laughs) How could you disagree with that? What government is saying? We will not intervene on behalf of businesses and working people. We hate them. Anyway, here's another one. On the road back to hope and opportunity, the signpost Mm. is labeled growth.
3: I'm, I'm sticking my head up out of the woke rabbit hole to look at the signpost. The in is gnawing on my leg. I got a muster lid on the other leg. I'm inhaling a huge amount of nitrous oxide. And I'm, I'm ready to govern, baby. Did they give did they Keir
1: Starmer ketamine
3: before this speech?
1: <laughs> I'm finding it very difficult to walk, and I don't understand how I got here. But I feel, I feel nice, I feel wibbly, and I feel like I'm growing. <laughs> but, but we're all growing. We're stuck in a rabbit hole. We're in the entry of the rabbit hole. We're sort of we're becoming one one big thing.
2: Has anyone got a cigarette? <laughs> this is the only way to break Britain
3: out of the doom loop. <laughs> I, wait, wait, wait. I'm in the doom Hol- loop <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the rabbit hole Has anybody got any water? You, you, you can't tell me that Keir Starman knows And has said aloud the phrase doom loop That's I, too funny like, I have listened to it I've heard him what, say the what, phrase how doom How did he get there? What's
0: he doing knowing the, the doom loop? I, the I also, doom loop is more powerful than ever before <laughs> Yeah, I... I I also find this interesting in the sense that it's like all of this sort of like, oh, we would hate for things to go into decline. And it's like, also, given the doom loop is real and we're in it right now, (laughs) uh, we might want to be exiting this. It's like, uh, isn't, like you said, normally the thing with politicians would be like, the American people are great because they're good. Or whatever the fuck they say, the dumb platitudes. But in this case, it really is like, you're all pieces of shit. Also, we're going to die. Everything is is falling apart. It's the same
3: with the food thing. It's like looking Britain in the eye and being like, hmm, you could stand to lose a few pounds, couldn't you? (laughs)
0: So, I see you're enjoying that one Kiss sweet Starmer treat. Why don't you election. grab this bitter herb and stuff it down your face, you disgusting animal?
1: <laughs> Keir Starmer at the election debate, like, leaning on the election, like, no,
2: oh, no, it's fine. It's just,
0: it's just good shit. I'll, I'll be fine in a minute.
1: <laughs> no, I'll so, govern you in a minute.
2: <laughs> so uh, they, they closed proceedings uh, by having Blair interview Starmer. Uh, what, uh, every oh, cuck voter was waiting yes. for this. Yes. Yeah, Frost Nixon for our times. Starmer says, That song, Things Can Only Get Better, it resonated.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you remember that, right? And then
1: things did. Oh, this is like when they interview an old rock star, except for someone everyone
2: hates. <laughs> remember <laughs> your hits, Tony? <laughs> they, they've interviewed an old rock star with a tribute act for that old rock star. So, yeah, great. That resonated because that was the mood of the country at the time. The economy was growing. We had a sense that it was I, a new century, because I'm it was. Not,
3: I'm not looking forward to the, like, fucked 2020s Britpop Cool Britannia shit that Keir Starmer is going to try. He is going to invite the 1975
0: to number 10, and it's
3: <laughs> going to be the worst thing.
0: <laughs> on a positive note, the Keir Starmer k- or ketamine experience could take place like, in that setting. <laughs> Keir Starmer has to go on Come Town. It's the only... I think like, well,
2: she does have quite a lovely bottom, I would say. <laughs> uh, but now, public services are on their knees, and the mood of the country is pretty bleak. And this is another thing, There's, this occurs a bunch in all these, I'm using this one example of it, but now, most people fall into two camps, the ones where they say, Keir, I like what you're saying, but can you do it? And the other that says... But here, will you do it? Because we've been lied to so much by the others.
3: That's one camp! That's one camp, and we're all
1: going to it after the fucking election. <laughs> you've got, and then you've got the third camp, which is ferrets. <laughs> <laughs> and if the first two camps can't get along, they will be
0: released. <laughs> we've painted over the counterfeit Mickey Mouse, and we've put a very threatening ferret.
1: Cartoon ferret,
0: but still threatening. It's
1: Oh, the, oh I hope your ass is empty! It's
2: the... But it's very much the, uh, you, uh, your, your campaign is the mem- momentum of a runaway freight train. Why are you so popular? <laughs> <laughs> he says, the biggest failure of the conservatives was all the chopping and changing, which is politically funny. It makes for, and again, I went back and confirmed this is what he really said. It makes for good cartoons, but it's catastrophic for investment. He's it a- makes for good puppet shows <laughs> like st- Spitting Image.
0: I yeah, love it so he, much. The problem huge- with
1: the Conservatives is they keep hitting themselves on the head with a mallet <laughs> and while letting their eyes pop out and their tongue loll out of their head while they say wooga <laughs> every time they see a private finance initiative. He's,
3: he, he's just a huge mat-head,
2: and he's the only one. Mm. So. <laughs> <Yeah. Jill. laughs> Uh, Liz Truss proved the thesis that if you make unfunded commitments, then the economy is going to be harmed. But the problem
3: wasn't no. that the commitments were unfunded. It could have been a funded commitment, but the commitment was to put, like, a pound of Semtex under the market. You, you could... Co- no, it's, yeah, it's, it's, no, it's, it's not an investment, right, yeah. but what the, i thought was really funny the, and I, the,
1: what the thesis that liz Truss truly proved is that if you steal the bathrobes from checkers they will be forced to replace them <laughs> and they can't prove that you did
3: austrian hit. economics steal bathrobe <laughs> wait for replacement steal bathrobe exactly <laughs> it says uh,
2: i'm going to end on this line i will not let the labor government come close to what
3: Liz Truss did
2: because you're what, less being fun elected and, you're even <laughs>
3: fewer days in office.
2: You are yeah. less fun and relatable than her. <laughs> yeah.
3: Liz Truss Fun. Hang. Keir Starmer. Weird. Hang. Especially <laughs> on the cat. I'm relatable. I'm a sensual white boy. <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyway, uh, I'm on the hey, cat. Yeah. We're all growing. We're here together. <laughs> anyway. Uh, That's all I was able to subject myself to from the Tony Blair Institute for Global Regime Change. And I would like to thank you all for coming out on a very rainy day to this large Oktoberfest tent <laughs>
3: <laughs> to hear us do our various larking yeah, about. We're, we're launching mm. a Pilsner yeah. after this. Yeah. That's right.
2: There are, we are, we're launching it into the crowd. I told you, you'll get wet. <laughs> Boy there, piss. <laughs> no, no. It's Pilsner. There are a few more people I also want to thank. I want to thank our cameraman, Tom.
0: Cameraman and general helper and enforcer, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah
2: our, mm. our we, security we recruited him for the looks yeah our,
0: our cameraman and also hitman dog. <laughs> we said we need a guy who looks like someone you fight in final fight three and we found him
2: <laughs> and uh i also want to thank our wonderful intern keaton
0: uh where's the app where's our young intern at thanks buddy thank you yeah uh, that's Still right girl, we, we have, have an, an intern, intern. Still company, <laughs> we have an intern
2: yeah uh and I'd also like the to The least think,
4: employable yeah. thing you can do with
2: your work experience What, you, what did you do the, that summer? Just thinking like, nothing I played video
3: games I helped a lot with the <laughs> set for I didn't do a show <laughs> yeah. Primarily about blacking up with barbecue sauce
1: It's like being in the CIA You have to be like
2: <laughs> uh, I was working import-export yeah. <laughs> I was on vacation yeah. uh, And also to the uh, excellent venue staff For uh, putting on a great show Putting on all this good
0: stuff Thank you Thanks, everyone.
2: Um, anyone else? No. Okay. All then. of
0: you for coming out on the wettest July night I think I've ever mm. seen. Sorry. We really appreciate you. Thank you for and coming out, everyone. We love you.
2: All right. So I think that's everything. So once again, Between the Bridges, London, thank you for coming out. Thank you. <laughs>